1: Welcome to the Nerd Party. Scully? Yes? Marry me. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love blood. I love
0: you. (laughs) You don't. Hello, I'm Tristan Riddell.
1: And I'm the girl. And
0: this is Nerd Nuptial Episode 125. How are you doing today?
1: I'm good. We got to go see a movie today. We
0: got to go see a movie. And if this is your first time listening, we are a married couple who looks at life through a nerdy lens. What movie did we get to go see?
1: Captain Marvel.
0: Captain Marvel. The Captain Marvel. That's right. Uh, this is the uh, This is the post-Avengers movie. Yes. And pre-Avengers movie.
1: That's right. <laughs> it's it's the bridge
0: yes yes like this is the uh this is the the the, the sidestep kind of like the uh like di- i don't want to demean it by saying the distraction but like this is the side story right of of the main saga that is the infinity stones and everything like that
1: yes yes it's supposed to give us hope that possibly things will go better in endgame <laughs> <laughs> right although
0: the the name endgame doesn't really that's true that's breed confidence
1: yeah seriously um so yeah we're gonna talk about that today and uh kind of talk about our first impressions and then spoiler free spoiler free and then we'll talk about some spoilers
0: that's right yeah that, that's how we usually do it is that mm-hmm. like you and i have not talked that's right about the about the movie yet we because haven't. we just got home we finished a nice dinner that's right uh put the baby to sleep that's right and and now we're ready to talk about it. so i have no idea how you felt about it you have no idea how i felt no about idea. it
1: yeah i have no idea
0: But before we get into that, before we get into the review, we have a five star review of our show. Yeah. Now, this is from the UK store uh, from an individual by the name of Ion Springfield. And um, he or she titled it Name a More Iconic Pairing. I'll Wait. End of review. That was it. That's
1: so, so awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for doing that. It's a huge compliment. For taking the time. Yeah, I I love that it's the. um, it's the, uh, it, people often talk about our chemistry and every time I, I hear that, I'm just like, gee, I hope so.
1: Yeah, right? We, <laughs> I mean, I hope we have chemistry. <laughs>
0: uh, but yes, thank you so much for doing that. And if you guys are listening and haven't uh, haven't done that yet, please go to Apple Podcasts, give us a review. You can leave any kind of review you want. But if you leave a five-star review, we'll mention you on the show. So let, how about we talk about some Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a very appropriate day to go see Captain Marvel because it's International Women's Day. That's
0: right. We were recording this on International Women's Day, yes. opening weekend of Captain Marvel. I wonder if that was on purpose. I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know, what did you think about this movie? Before before we went to go see it, what were you expecting or, or, or anything like that?
1: Well... Okay, so I think we've even talked a little bit about it on this show, possibly. A little bit. I didn't have very high expectations at all. In fact, we kind of, until the last minute, debated going to go see Captain Marvel. Um, We were like, if it works with our schedule, awesome. We'll have something to go see. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: People kept asking me today, like, oh, are you going to go see Captain Marvel? And I said, I was like, well, we have the tickets. Right. But our babysitter might bail. Like, like they, they might have to back out at the last second. And if we can't go see it opening weekend, then we'll probably just skip right. it until until it comes out on video.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, so I did not have very high expectations. I also had a really hard time. Maybe I haven't seen enough Brie Larson films, um, but I had a really hard time visualizing her as a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kinda like, eh, and the way that they're advertising it kind of felt like it felt a little I don't know, like, are we gonna like this? Are we not? And so I I did not have very high expectations going in at all.
0: Yeah, it's pretty much the same for me because the trailers really didn't do anything for me.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing. It didn't like it didn't make me frustrated. It didn't excite me. Like I think that's the main thing. It 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 didn't like make me jazz to go see it. Whereas like seeing endgame trailer were like we have we're going like don't show us anymore and we're going
0: (laughs) i think i kept thinking about dr strange Mm. when i saw the trailers for captain marvel it's just like this feels like it's going to be a baseline marvel experience where it's going to be just uh, okay you know like marvel has a formula it's a formula that works and you're, you're guaranteed a certain, le- for the most part, a certain level of entertainment. So, you know what you're going to get with your dollar. Um, that's, I mean, you know, formulaic used to be a dirty word. Now, it's a guaranteed income for, for uh, movie true. studios. That's true. Uh, yeah. But it's still kind of a dirty word for me because I'm just like, I, yes, I'm guaranteed a certain experience, but at the same time, is it worth my dollar? If I'm, right. If I'm guaranteed a certain experience, then I can wait for video. But the main thing, like one big thing was, well, Avengers Infinity War was fan-freaking-tastic. Mm-hmm. This is going to tie into Endgame. Do I need to see this to understand Endgame? But right. then as time went on, people are just like, no, like, like there's no way that they're going to... Mandate that you see this in order to, for Endgame to make sense. Okay, and so yeah. I was I was honestly thinking of skipping it and just like talking to a, some fellow friends at the nerd party, saying like, "What do I need to know for Endgame?"
1: Okay, yeah, and we, that's kind of where we were at before going into the theater. Um, anything else before we get into spoiler free?
0: Uh, no. What did you What did you think about the marketing about them leaning heavily into the um? She is a hero. This is a female protagonist. This is a female superhero because this is this is Marvel in M- the MCU's first female-led superhero film. What did you think about how how they leaned pretty hard in the marking with that and MCU's first uh, female-led superhero film in general? How did how do you feel about that?
1: I think I'm having a hard time talking about it without getting into like. Let's okay.
0: You want to talk about that later?
1: Yeah, let's talk about that a little later. Okay. Just cuz I I would rather like talk about it with some spoilers. Does okay. Does that make sense? No, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um so <laughs> I know spoiler uh spoiler free version. Mm-hmm. Let let me kind of get into uh about like how they did advertise it. I don't think that they really gave it the proper tone in their advertising. Um as far as like, I didn't think, I thought they took a very serious tone in their advertising personally okay, okay. versus what I saw in the movie because I felt like it was a little, it was a little stodgy, like a little like uptight in their advertising versus what, what I actually saw when I actually saw the film. So I felt like it was a little, like I was all about like, yeah, female driven, like mm-hmm. we've got um you know, a female superhero, that's a big deal. But we've I, only
0: got that with Wonder Woman before. Exactly. In a different franchise.
1: Exactly. So I was all about that. Um, long-time listeners will know we're huge, like, Wonder Woman fans. Um, so, like, a, a Marvel version, I'm like, okay, let's let's see what that's all about. But I felt kind of – I felt like it was a little bit misleading in the way that they advertised it. And I would say to kind of get into our spoiler-free – I felt like it was way better film than how they advertised it.
0: So let's go ahead and get into that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, So let's just go ahead and get into that. So you saw the movie. Yes. You're walking out of the theater. Yes. You're driving home because we had to drive separately by yourself. Yes. What were you feeling as soon as the credits started to roll?
1: I can't wait to show Ripley. Really? Yes.
0: Wow. Yes. Elaborate on that.
1: I think this type of superhero is so, like, we, as women, we don't get that at all. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like finally getting, I'm getting emotional. Oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, it's all right. It's all right. Take your time. So, you know, you know, like, it's, it's hard, like, representation really matters, and it's, you don't always get that on screen. And I feel like people who are like, look at me. I am a straight white male and I'm in my 30s and I'm American. Right. I There is so much out there for me. And there's so many superheroes that look like me. Freaking Batman looks like me. I am nothing like Batman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. But I think I think that's the thing is like, as a little girl growing up, <laughs> you're not told that you could be a superhero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sorry, this is so lame.
0: <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not lame at all.
1: Um, and I think like seeing a superhero that looks like you, mm-hmm. um, you know, being a woman and really like leaning into how hard it is to be a woman really spoke to me. Hard. <laughs> yeah. Clearly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because like there is, I mean, there is... There was a sorry few- guys.
1: Wow. <laughs> I didn't. I guess like I felt it in the moment when I was watching it, but um, I guess it's like really coming out now because there was a few moments where, like I felt emotional, like I felt like mm-hmm. I felt something when I was watching, but clearly I think it also kind of leans into um, having a little girl and yeah, yeah. like trying to be the best for her and show her what ohm is going it is and like being the best example and so like having other examples to for her to like look up to and you know not not being like a situation where like oh you're the weird girl because you're dressing up like spider-man because you're but you're a girl like mm-hmm. i don't feel like ripley's gonna have as much of that because we do we're starting to now like embrace superheroes more. So like
0: our little girl. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, and especially like in this time and place, I think that we're we're leaning a little bit in the right direction where it's like, no, as a little girl, you can say, yeah. Now, I know that we have that with Wonder Woman, but like the more diversity you have in that really helps kids feel like they can relate, right?
0: Even with even with Black Panther, like even though yeah. the protagonist is a, a man, there is so many yeah. well written and interesting female characters and female characters of color and of different ages. Exactly. If you look at Shuri.
1: Yeah, like um, one of our trick or treaters was Shuri this year, mm-hmm. and I was just like, it it looks so different than when I was a little girl, like. Basically, I was like, I'm a princess or I'm, like, in some type of tutu. I was going to say princess or ballerina. Yeah, and I, like, felt like a rebel for dressing up like Princess Leia.
0: (laughs) Which is still a princess.
1: Exactly. So, to see, like, this generation of little girls being able to, to really... And also just to teach them that little girls can, like, teach them that you can be strong as a woman and not only strong like mentally but you could also be strong physically Mm -hmm. like it takes a lot of work and that's just kind of the nature of being a woman but like you can work towards it and you can be strong in whatever way mentally and i also like there were certain moments in the film where it was okay to be emotional Mm -hmm. it was okay to you know be those like those words that have always been associated negatively with women weakness or weakness um, I felt like they kind of made it okay.
0: Yeah, it was uh, like a, a recurring theme in the film. This is no spoilers, but like a recurring theme in the film was um, Captain Marvel controlling her emotions. Which, yes. how many times as a woman have you heard that? Yeah. Somebody told you that you need to calm down or that you need control to your c- control your emotions. Control your emotions. Yeah, like, like that.
1: right now, I feel embarrassed that I got emotional talking about Car- Captain Marvel.
0: I got, listen, a couple of episodes ago, I got emotional from talking about a movie called Please Stand By, which was a substandard, like, could have been a straight-to-DVD film. And it doesn't matter because it connected with me. It spoke to me. you, yeah. And just like Captain Marvel spoke to you. Now, before, before we move on, because I really want to talk, I want to continue talking about this. What, you didn't have this kind of reaction after seeing Wonder Woman.
1: No, I, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that, like, they really focused on the idea of, um, so, okay, Wonder Woman is a little bit different category, right? Like, she was surrounded by women all of her life mm-hmm. who built her up, okay? Captain Marvel, her past, when she starts to remember it, she was always beaten down, which is much more of a, I mean, I've, I've lived a very great life um, as a woman, but it doesn't mean that I haven't been told like, no, you can't do that because you're a girl. Mm-hmm. Or every, every woman has been told that at some type of time or another or felt inferior because a man was making her feel stupid or mm-hmm. not as strong or something mm-hmm. like that. So having that backstory that was much more typical of the female experience experience. um and just the idea like that she could every time like there was that this like scene where um a little girl like she was a little girl and every time she'd fall down and she'd get back up (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) sorry
0: (laughs) and also i mean and and here's the thing though is that like when you were a little girl you were a little blonde girl and we have a little blonde girl and captain marvel was a little blonde girl and so there's that that there's that much of an an extreme connection. Yeah. Like not just is it like, oh, I'm a woman, but no, like I'm also a little white blonde girl. And so that just even shows us more that we need representation of little blonde girls, of little black girls, of little Asian girls, of little Hispanic girls. We need every type of representation of race, color, creed, eye color, hair color, everything like that, we need to just inundate our culture with it because we've been so lacking for, what, a century of film? Right, and, right. <laughs> and, like, you have had the privilege of having that kind of connection and, and like, pr- like any kind of woman or any, any kind of man really can, like, a boy or girl sh- can look up to Captain Marvel, but you have that intense connection because of that. Right, and, and I really yeah. think
1: it comes from having a little girl. Yeah. Like, I think that that's why I'm getting emotional about it. Um, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I think it's because you know that it's going to be hard for her. Yeah. And so having an example of, you know, getting back up. Getting back up. That's the huge thing for me.
0: Yeah. I will be honest with you that I um, I started kicking myself a little bit because I started revealing my own bias in my own mind as I was watching it. Because there was a few times when I started internally rolling my eyes a little bit. Like, when we had, like, there there was one scene where she's kind of going through her memories. Again, this is not spoilers. But, like, she's going through her memories and we're seeing her fall down um, repeatedly, like, at different ages and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And specifically being um, verbally and emotionally abused by men. Mm -hmm. And I think we got to, like, one point where... Like, there was one pilot who said, like, you're never going to make it up there. Like, there's a reason why they call it a cockpit. And I rolled my eyes. and I was just like, oh, you guys are leaning into this really hard. Like, this is, like, geez. Like, like, did you have to have such quick fire succession of all of this happening at once? And then I started, like, as I said this to myself and I started, like, I had that knee-jerk reaction of rolling my eyes. I'm like, how many stories of this have you heard from your mother your sister your friends your co-workers like you like you have i have heard countless stories of way worse than what captain marvel showed yeah and and in way more frequency than what captain marvel showed and i feel like it's my own programming uh, pop culture programming that makes me say like okay it's okay to do that like once but don't overdo it like don't beat a dead horse like don't drive it home but honestly <laughs> they're just portraying the real right. world experience especially in the 90s for a woman who wanted to be a fighter pilot
1: right exactly and I think also those type of moments when you are put down like that stick out in your head yeah, so exactly it's one of those things where like when when you are, you know, demeaned or or a sexist comment is made to you, it it really does bury deep. Sticks with you. It really does. So I feel like it it didn't bother me at all <laughs> in that way. <laughs> oh yeah, no. yeah. But um,
0: for me, for me, just to clarify, it was a knee jerk that I immediately was just like.
1: Well, I think geez. you you kind of like. Okay, so spoiler free. Still, I don't think it was the best movie ever but damn did i connect with it
0: i think that's i think that's very well put is that, is that like yeah you you obviously connected with it had a very very emotional <laughs> yes, attachment clearly to it. i clearly. had a hard time talking yes <laughs> sorry guys but that doesn't mean that you think it's the godfather or no. or citizen kane no or-
1: and i think that this is a step in the right direction i do i think there were some flaws with story and like some some things here and there that I was like eh, which man. we'll get into. Yeah, absolutely. Um but we're in the right direction and mm-hmm. to see that and I, you know, I'm just really hoping that we continue that we have more like we you were just talking about have more representation so that it is a situation where every little girl no matter how they look could have a superhero. And you know, at Halloween we have like a ton of different superheroes mm-hmm. and you know, little girls seeing that they can be powerful and strong and not only mentally but physically. And I think that that's really important.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You didn't really share what you thought about overall.
0: I wanted to hear you talk. Okay. I wanted to hear your experience. Or uh, try to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I wasn't gonna interrupt you. I wanted to hear what you had to say. Uh i when i was watching it i i had a crap day today Mm -hmm. like it was just it was super stressful and i was I, i just like i had so many deadlines on what i was working on and i'm traveling next next week and so i'm gonna lose two days of productivity at work And I'm constantly, like my job is very much deadline driven. Mm -hmm. Like every day, sometimes multiple times a day throughout the day, I am, I'm hitting multiple deadlines. And so I was just super stressed out. And then I was just like, am I going to make this movie? Because like we were in question of whether or not we were actually going to go to the movie. But then once we decided that we were going to go, I was like, I might be late. I can't stand being late to a movie. I don't want to be late to a movie. And so even though I was incredibly stressed at the, at the workplace, I leave and I'm stressed because I'm trying to get there. And then we sit down. I'm I'm able to relax. And I'm just like, okay. Right. Just relax. I just need something. I just need something. Right. I I, I don't I don't care if it's Citizen Kane. I don't care <laughs> if it's samurai cop. I just need I need something in between. Okay. And And so my expectations were super low because I was like you where like the trailers did nothing for me. They didn't move the needle. I didn't think it was going to be garbage, but I didn't think it was going to be great either. I was just like, yeah, whatever baseline. Um, But as I'm watching it, I started connecting with it way more than I expected. I felt like the pacing was great. I felt the story was very straightforward. It felt like it didn't need to be a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like you could have gone into this without seeing any kind of Marvel film ever. Yeah, that's really true. And see it and go like, wow, that was a really cool sci-fi film.
1: Yeah, no, it's and, true. Yeah, and
0: I really appreciated that. I mean, y- were, was there Marvel connections? Of course, of course. there was. You know, like were they absolutely important to know the story? Not really. Right. And and I just I started like wh- I, I I caught one little hint of a, of a review and. It was somebody just completely bashing the humor. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, like sometimes Marvel can get a little too jokey and a little too over the top and just kind of chew the scenery. And so I was expecting that from this and that's not the case at all. That's not the case. Like I had genuine reactions to the humor. Like was I slapping my knee? No, but I wasn't supposed to.
1: Right. Absolutely. And
0: so I was just started being enraptured by all the characters and – um. Just like I was laughing at the right moments, I was intrigued by the action at the right moments. Um, You know, whenever there was plot twists, I was just like, "Oh wait, hey, oh cool, you know, like this is this is interesting." And so as I left, I was just like, "I was like, wow, that was that was really entertaining. That Mm -hmm. was a really entertaining time. I'm glad we went and saw that. Yeah. And I was the same as you. I was just like, did I think that was the best movie ever? No." But it was very, very entertaining.
1: Right. Yeah. What did you think of Brie Larson as Captain Marvel?
0: I thought I thought she was fine. I, uh, I you know, you hear all the criticisms of Brie Larson that she has one expression, that um, she's just kind of monotone, and you know, she never smiles, and like very certain things are true. Some some things are rooted in truth. Other things rooted in sexism. Um, uh, she's also very, very outspoken with her feminism and with her um social justice and, and civil rights issues and so that rubs a lot of people the wrong way sometimes because she's so outspoken Oh, really? Uh, and so that sometimes uh people you know when you don't like somebody's personality in real life it, it can affect their view in uh, uh you know via characters obviously i'm not that way with her because more power to her for being outsp- an outspoken feminist um but and I ne- I really only watched I I think I've only seen one other Brie Larson film and it was Kong, oh, really? <laughs> and she didn't really have much to do in Kong.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think I've had enough Brie Larson movies to really have that kind of preconceived judgment of her. So going into this, I was I really liked her as Captain Marvel. Like I thought that she was cute, but also strong. Like, her sense of humor was dry, but, like, I like that sense of humor. Mm-hmm. So the, her delivery didn't bother me in the least. Um, So I, I was – it was interesting because, like, watching the previews for Captain Marvel, I thought that she was going to be very, like, stoic and, like, too serious. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but it's Brie Larson. I've heard that she's more, you know, a little bit more, I don't know, um, like, having more humor to her. And then I thought it was like the perfect level of, it's not like she was like cracking jokes constantly, but she was witty. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was totally, I liked the amount of humor. I thought she was great.
0: Well, when, okay, again, like you see in the trailer that she gets um, captured. And so um, during that scene, when she escapes, because we all know she's going to escape. Like I'm not spoiling anything for you guys. When she, the way that she was fighting, and the way that she entered a room and held herself and just her facial expressions, like when one guy was screaming at her and she screamed back and like stuck her tongue out and everything like that, I was just like, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Absolutely. Like this, that's that's hilarious without being absurd.
1: Right, right. And it, it still has that Marvel feeling where it's not so serious that you're like, whoa, we need to take it down a notch. Yeah. Uh you know when you watch a marvel film you know that you're going to laugh at some point
0: at some point
1: exactly so i i I, she won me over like i really liked her
0: and you also you don't want to go too serious because at the same time you're just like we're dealing with green lizard people and a woman who shoots firebolts out of her hands
1: right like right. Let's put right. things in
0: perspective exactly
1: here. exactly
0: uh so yeah i think like i liked her more than i expected mm-hmm. just from the reputation that i've heard because i've had so little experience with her acting um and so like yeah she she won me over i i it, i don't think she was the uh she definitely didn't give an over the top performance no Um, but
1: that wasn't called for that wasn't called for
0: yeah that's what that's what i'm saying it's just like like some i'm what i'm trying to say is that if you don't like brie larson and think that she's like monotone and doesn't change your face you're probably not going to change your opinion because you don't like her like but if you do like her this is just going to reinforce that Mm -hmm. that's what i'm trying to say
1: well, I think that goes for like any actor. If you don't like them, right?
0: It's that's true. Like we, you, you're gonna basically you're you're gonna take your bias with you. Yeah. When you go see this film. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. This is not gonna change any hearts and minds.
1: Yeah. But we, I liked her. I yes, <laughs> And you did too. I,
0: I did too. Yeah. I think the main reason why i are gonna bring that up is because there's been so, oh, just. I don't. I don't want to talk about it for a long time, but because you
1: you you have the online perspective, I don't have any. Yeah, of
0: that. that's that's like that's why I was rambling a second ago, just because all of these bros, all these frat boy fanboy bros, just can't stand Brie Larson because she's an outspoken. Well, this feminist. film isn't for them. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So you don't have to watch it.
0: But they like uh, Rotten Tomatoes actually turned off its audience rating system until today for this movie because they were being inundated with negative reviews from people who hadn't seen the movie yet
1: what is wrong with people
0: and it's because they they can't stand seeing a woman on screen in a position of power and they can't stand brie larson because she's an outspoken feminist and they couldn't stand that they were leaning hard into the feminist um idealism in their marketing And, you know, like there's multiple people out there who's just like, oh, I don't, I don't, like, I don't want to see politics when, when I go to the movies. I just, I just, I just want a good movie that's driven by plot.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. Feminism isn't politics, it's human decency. (laughs) So this is not, I know. Like it's the same people that probably are like, oh, I wish that Captain Marvel was a man. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? No, essentially, you know, that's that's what you're saying to me is that you don't value women essentially
0: it's the it's the same people who thinks think ray is a mary sue from star wars right and all those people yeah yeah it's that's sad but i don't want to talk about it no because it's nonsense
1: that's pretty sad i didn't know any of that so i didn't watch it with that but like lens
0: but like this this movie like people are going in droves and people like this movie is making money. It's breaking records mm-hmm. on pre-sales and ticket sales and Thursday sales and weekend sales. Yeah, so which is great. These these fanboy neckbeards are <laughs> not doing anything to damage it except a little rating on a website.
1: Yeah, and if they talk more about it, then probably people would be like, oh, I should go see that.
0: Just to screw you over. <laughs> exactly. Pimply faced Dorito breath.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of um, like dads with their their girls there was and i loved seeing that i loved it i
0: i I saw yeah i saw I, i saw we saw dads with little girls and we also saw some mothers with sons
1: yeah yeah it was really cool and um I mean, our audience was very small. We went had a really weird time on a Friday um, night, which not even night. We went to like a four forty show, yeah, it was five o'clock. <laughs> so it was really early. Um, so it was a small crowd, but they they all clapped, which was really cool. I was
0: I was kind of surprised by that. Like I uh, I I don't think I've ever clapped at the end of a movie it's just because I'm like they're not here, like, <laughs> they can't hear me. <laughs> like Brie Larson's not here. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a good crowd. And um, at the end of the movie, yeah, it said uh, Captain Marvel will return for Avengers Endgame, and like, there's this one guy behind us who went, "Damn right she is!" <laughs> like at full volume. Yeah, it was. We were laughing so hard. So funny. <laughs>
1: I think I clapped for that guy. Yeah, that guy, that guy is awesome.
0: Uh, okay, should we
1: get into spoilers?
0: Uh, how about this? Do you think people should see it in the theater, or is it okay to wait?
1: I think you should see it in the theater because... With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think that to go into Endgame not knowing who Captain Marvel is, when she better be a very essential character, and she's going to be. She's going to be. Um, I think you should. Also, just to support like, a female-driven superhero film that we don't often get. So, yes, you should go see it.
0: I think I'm leaning more towards that rationale than the in-game rationale.
1: Yeah, but, like, think about seeing end-game and not having that connection to the character. I I think that you do need a connection to that character.
0: I I think I'm going to disagree with you on that one because I feel like in-game will be structured enough. Well, I'm
1: sure they'll, like make sure everyone's caught up in some way shape or form but Mm -hmm. i think to really enjoy that character or like have some have some feeling towards the character i think it would help
0: well i think uh, yeah it'll definitely help it'll definitely enrich the experience Mm -hmm. i think i'm from the camp though that if you are solely if if you if you don't want to go see captain marvel like i think you should because it's a good film Uh, but if you want to save your money and you you just want to like your your movie budget is tight and you can only go see Endgame go see Endgame, and um they'll catch you up with Captain Marvel because I I, I for that reason because I don't want to go into spoiler reasons but that's just me. That's I
1: just think me. you should go see it.
0: There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and get into spoiler territory. So you have been warned, folks. That's right. We've had we had a big long section that was spoiler free and hopefully it helped with your um. With your decision to go, uh, if you haven't yet. And uh, so, warning, 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 spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I'm super glad that I completely forgot about the Kree before I saw this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do you say that?
0: Well, okay, here's the thing is that, like, Ronan, the accuser, mm-hmm. is Kree. Right. And he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And um, the Kree were in a war with uh, I think they were called the Novans, like the people from Nova Prime, like all the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Right, right, right. And so like some people would say that the Kree are bad because they're slavers and warmongers, but some say that's just like some Kree. And then there's other Kree who didn't like the war that happened with the Nova Prime, but like the treaty, some that didn't like the treaty, blah, 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 blah fake intergalactic politics. Right. Um, I forgot the na- that that race was Kree. Yeah, I so, did too. So when I went into Captain Marvel and Jude Law and you know Annette Bening and that the that green group of superheroes, basically, right the mili- the that that Strike Force, that Kree Strike Force, um, I was just like, oh, it's an alien race, Kree, that we've never heard of before. So I had no idea, like, are they bad? Are they good? Right, right. And you just assume that they're good because they are presented that way in the cinematic adventure. In the beginning. In right. the beginning.
1: Right. Right. Um no, I had the same th- feeling too. I totally forgot about the name Cree. I mean, maybe that makes us bad fans, but yeah. um I totally forgot. And like you said, there's could be two sides of it. Um but yeah, it was interesting. I I think I had some like did you have any inklings that like again, we're in spoiler territory here, here, um that like the Cree were bad? Did you have any?
0: No, I hate admitting that because whenever I do, I feel stupid because there's some people out there who will hear me say, no, I didn't see it coming, which I really didn't. Um, and there's going to be some, some some D-bag out there who's going to message me and <laughs> says like, oh my God, you didn't see that coming? Were you not paying attention? And to that hypothetical D-bag, I say, screw you.
1: <laughs> um, the only thing that I felt was off, like I didn't necessarily feel like they were going to be the bad guys but I did feel like there was going to be some type of like rejection of Jude Law because of the way he was speaking to her like they were they were chummy but they were um, like the way he was talking about her emotions mm-hmm. I was like this can't go well like
0: that's interesting because yeah. how I saw it was pure mentorship really yeah I didn't I didn't see any red flags whatsoever
1: no that's how I saw it I was like mm. And also him saying, like, I can take it away. Like, you can, t- I can take that power away. Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: hmm. Maybe just because he's just so handsome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anything he says. Anything he just, says. And just yeah, like, dude, like- <laughs> please. <laughs> he blinded you. And he blinded me with his with his accent. No, I I think like just the fact that he was like, yeah, that can be taken away. I was like, hmm, that doesn't. That doesn't bode well for that relationship. Like, there has to be some type of turning point there. I'm
0: super glad they didn't make it any kind of weird romantic entanglement.
1: That is a huge plus for this whole film.
0: That would have been so easy to do. Right?
1: So, she doesn't have any... Like, there is no romantic entanglements. None. Um, Which is fantastic. In fact, they focus on friendship.
0: Female um, friendship.
1: Female friendship, which is so important and i feel like so often in film is ignored um because unfortunately like usually you see women like kind of beat each other down petty or like and, petty or they're yeah. end up like you know comparing or something like that um whereas you saw like a really true friendship where it was and and it was is really beautiful yeah yeah so I felt really good about that decision that they did not like. I don't know.
0: I was so thankful. Oh my
1: gosh! Because they could have, they could have gone that way with Jude Law's character. They could have even it would have been weird, but they could have gone that way with Samuel L. Jackson's character, <laughs> Fury. Um, which just the idea of that, like in her coming back, would have been really very odd choice. But I'm just saying they could have done, done all those and things, and they didn't.
0: It's so funny because the de aging of Samuel L. Jackson. Was done really well. Oh my
1: gosh, so well,
0: super flawless, flawlessly. But at the same time, if you just put today, like Samuel Jackson today there, and said like he was de-aged, I'd be like, oh sure, yeah, okay, <laughs> like that's that's Sam really Jackson good. from the '90s, you right? know, like just it's just it because so good. the man himself is is pretty ageless. <laughs> um, so you never can know, but like I could really tell with uh, with with Coulson, like that you could definitely really wait. What do you mean?
1: Wait, Coulson? Really? You felt that way more with Coulson than with Samuel Jackson's character?
0: What? No, no. What I no the de aging. What I'm saying is that like Samuel, what I was about to say was you could really tell they spent more time on Sam Jackson's de aging than Coulson's because Coulson really wasn't in it that much, no, at all. And so there was a few times when I was just like, he felt a little shiny, a little too smooth, (laughs) like he like he's he's not a baby, like he's like. (laughs) He's not like fresh from the hospital. Um,
1: <laughs> like we're thirty, and <laughs> yeah, he's like, starting like, to show some age. So <laughs> like, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So there was a couple of those moments. That's that's what I meant. Um, but also, just Samuel Jackson in general, he just mm-hmm. doesn't crack. So uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought that was great. I thought Samuel Jackson was Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean, seeing him in more of a, I don't know, like. Him partnering up and being more the focus than just this guy that like pops in now and then. Yes, I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, would you would you say this is the most screen time he's gotten in one movie? I mean, maybe, besides maybe, maybe the first maybe not
1: combined, but like I would think so for sure, right? Right. I it mean, has to be. He was. He was on screen all the time.
0: He really was. I would. I. I want to go back and compare the first Avengers because I feel like he had the most. The most up till now, I feel like he's had the most screen time in that one. Mm-hmm. Except may, may, maybe Winter Soldier. Then again, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the performance. Yeah,
0: I thought. I liked. I liked the pairing. I liked how they worked off of each other, mm-hmm. uh, quite well. And they kind of played with it a little bit at the beginning, where you're just like, wait does he know about this? Like, is he a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. or is he like FBI? Or is he... Yeah. Like, what is he? Because like he, when he held up his badge to Marvel, Captain Marvel, we didn't see what it was. Right. Right. And so we're like, how clueless is he right now? Like, Mm -hmm. is this what brings him into the fold? But he was already a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. but he was unaware of the cosmic forces that were going on. So that's really cool That was
1: really interesting. I mean, he Mm -hmm. handled it pretty well considering... Well, this is also like an organization
0: (laughs) that dealt with Captain America and... That's true. You know, like the Nazis, like trying to take over the world with, you know...
1: So he's seen some crazy stuff. He's
0: seen some crazy stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I enjoyed him in this and I thought it was interesting. Uh, I think the AD aging was really good. Um, What did you think about the whole like memory, like going back in memory and also like having this one time like, like what did you because i thought looking at the previews i thought we were like going to be in the 90s for part of it and then going to like what was like modern day or mm-hmm. something or not even modern day but like going into space or something
0: i was glad that they did it the way that they did because i was glad that they they kind of threw us in the middle of it which i always appreciate me too and the going back in time thing it wasn't a flashback no it was literally an alien going through her memories mm-hmm. that gives it that extra edge and the way that they edit it together as in that it was blending and they were going through it and you could hear their voices talking over the yes. memories mm-hmm. that was very engaging to me it was and very interesting as opposed to just captain marvel kind of looking out a window and then all of a sudden we're back to when she was a kid
1: absolutely like that would have been boring and we've seen that done so many times that it's just like you know and that's let's stop doing that whereas this it it gave it a framing device to kind of play with that in her mind and even like doing the whole annette benning like walking one direction walking another direction and like fast forwarding and like freezing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that was just really interesting and even like seeing her like kind of interacting with it that was really cool i i really enjoyed that i was like okay we're doing something yeah. different that's yeah. really neat
0: like we're accomplishing the same thing yep but we're <laughs> doing it in a very different way that's very interesting
1: absolutely and yeah
0: yeah I, I i really did enjoy that um i'm gonna skip ahead a little bit just because i'm thinking about it right now like you were talking about like during those memories of her falling down and then getting back up yeah and you're seeing that um the moment that connected to me, and I think this is because I'm a parent now, mm. is when um Ben Mendelssohn, uh the the lead scroll, mm-hmm. sees his family for the first time in six years. I uh I I I connected with that. I was just like Did you? Ooh Ooh. Like <laughs> I was like, I I s I wasn't like getting uh getting too emotional, but I was just like, oh, that's that's hitting home a little bit. Like the way that he played that and acted that Mm -hmm. was very believable, very real, even though he had so much prosthetics on his face. Yeah. You felt that, you felt that pain of not seeing your family, of not seeing your little girl grow up Mm -hmm. and your wife not knowing what to do. Right. And leaving her all on her own to raise this kid, uh, but not by choice. Right. uh, Like, like i immediately put myself in that situation and i'm like what on earth would i think and feel in that moment of seeing ripley for the first time in 6 years
1: yeah that would be insane and really rough um and i think it's that was such an interesting how that immediately made you change your mind about the character like and it's so interesting how that emotional connection mm-hmm just immediately flipped it on his head you we were like i mean oh okay like i mean we he, he, you, had, he had said that before yeah we but were then you before. were like yes now we need to help them not only do we need to get him where he needs to go but we need to help the, the family and all of, like the refugees exactly yeah. So, yeah uh
0: what did you think about his performance what did you think about him as a character and as a bad guy at first
1: Oh, I I really liked that. I I thought um it was really interesting. I think like the idea of like a shape shifter. Um I mean, we've seen it done so many times, but um the personality that he had where he was able to kind of like g- give and take with like the humor of it. I I really enjoyed it.
0: There was something about his character. Like I I really enjoyed him too. And I think he's a great actor. Um he's not always in the best of movies, but he always gives a great performance in whatever movie he's in. And he is one of those guys that i wouldn't i wouldn't say he's a chameleon uh, which is funny to say because he played the because he played a ship shifter yeah. um, but he is someone who can take the littlest of moments and make you not overdo it and make you feel something like when his when his they were doing the autopsy on the scroll and he was saying goodbye like yeah. that felt very intimate and very very interesting and it's not something that you would normally see out of a bad guy
1: right right
0: and and it also wasn't over the top mm-hmm. and so that should have been like my first inkling that oh this guy there's something more going on with this guy there's there's something more than just being a generic bad guy cuz right. marvel does not have the best track record With interesting bad guys. You have basically. Getting better. They're getting better. Because you have (laughs) have Killmonger and Thanos. That's pretty much it out of 10 years. Definitely the best. Of of decent bad guys. But I mean.
1: I Yeah. And I mean this guy. He wasn't. You know. He wasn't truly a bad guy. Right. But I thought that. That shift was really good. I mean, he, he had a lot of dimension. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. When we did think that he was the bad guy, I was
0: gonna say he like he was the antagonist for the most of the film, right? So I think right. he can be labeled that way.
1: Oh yeah, I understand.
0: Um. So that that twi- like you talked about, like not knowing or being iffy about Jude Law and everything like that, but when the twist finally happened, mm-hmm. actually happened, we got the black box. How did you feel?
1: Um, I thought that it was an interesting twist because I, like even though I had like the in inkling that Jude Law might've been not the best, I didn't really think that like her whole, like where she came from was going to be bad. Mm-hmm. So, or like, you know, uh, like the enemy against the other, um, the other species of alien or whatever. Scrolls. scrolls. Um, the scrolls. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting twist because I, I had no I didn't see that coming for sure. Right. Did you see that coming?
0: No, I didn't. I that's that's one of those things where I'm just like, nope, completely <laughs> didn't see it coming. Yeah. I didn't expect it cuz I was watching a Marvel film. I was just like, nope, pretty straightforward going to be formulaic and it wasn't. Yeah. Uh but yeah, and that also like again like I'm I'm not the biggest um I don't have expansive comic knowledge either when it comes to marvel like i'm way more of a dc guy when it comes to comics Mm -hmm. and with marvel i kind of pretty much just stayed with iron man and spider-man and everything like that and so like i didn't really get deep into cosmic marvel films so uh, you know i don't have i'm sure that there's fans out there who are just like oh well when you you heard jude law's character's name which i i don't even know yog log or something like that something weird um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like how how would you not know that like L- Yaglog was defeated by Marvel you know like, and crap like that mm-hmm. uh but no i i honest honest to god didn't see it coming and i think that's great and if you did see it coming good for you
1: cuz you're usually like the first to kind of see things coming uh, between the two of us um <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, i mean that's a good thing it's a, it, it made, yeah it keeps, keeps you on your toes for i sure. love
0: being surprised cuz it very rarely happens right um and I'm, try, I'm trying to think like what, I, I'm, I, I, as I was watching it, I was just like, what am I rating this? How am I, exp- mm. how am I experiencing this? I really need to stop doing that and just wait until it's over. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, but if what, what's something, we kept gushing about it and how we connected with it on an emotional level, how we enjoyed Brie, Brie Larson's um, performance. What was something that you didn't really like or that you could have done without or you would have changed or altered?
1: Hmm. I really liked the be- honestly, like the beginning, um, like even the first and second act. I think were really strong. I think the third act is usually where Marvel films tend to have a hard time with me. Um, I think I didn't really clearly understand what her powers were, mm. um, and like how they functioned. And I don't, I don't need I need to know like the like nitty gritty. Okay, I don't. Um, but I, I guess like I was, in, I was like, wow, like she just became, I think you even, you, you mentioned this like Marvel's Superman mm-hmm. and I guess I, I was just like, whoa, we, we just went from here to there very quickly. I felt like the transformation was a little like rapid fire, um, um, Not that she hadn't been, like, transforming, you know, internally and stuff like that and, like, kind of, you know, gained her confidence and realized that she was, you know, able to, like, summon it from within. But, like, now she's able to be in space. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I was, like, okay. And I was, it was, like, I was playing catch up. Like, I can accept it, but I felt a little, like, did I miss something?
0: I was pretty in that, easy in that
1: third act I had a hard time
0: with that. I had a pretty easy time accepting it. Oh,
1: did you? Okay. Um
0: but it wasn't but but my brain was kind of working like yours a little bit, but not so much because I couldn't accept it, but I was also just like did she know that she can breathe in space? Or yeah,
1: like, like especially at the end, she was she didn't even have like her helmet on. I was, I was like, just kind
0: of like, did, did you do a trial and error? You're like, what if you screwed up? You know, like what if you went a little too far? That's what I just thought. Just like, oh, I'm super powerful. I'm going to go into space. Oh my God, this was a mistake.
1: <laughs> right. And I mean, I, I knew that she had to be super powerful for her to be like the one they call, mm-hmm. you know, after you know, like Thanos kicked our right, ass, right? Like we need Captain Marvel. Like, okay, she must be awesome. But I mean, the fact that she was able to stop the missiles from ro- ro- Ron Ronan, Ronan, like, I mean, I was just like, whoa, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. So I think that that was that was where I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't the best thing in the whole world. I'm totally on board with all the feminism and, like, go girl power. But, whoa, like, it wouldn't matter whether it was a girl superhero or not. I'd be like, how did she get to do that all of a sudden? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how did she know that it would work?
0: <laughs> I think it's, it's one of those things where I feel like sci-fi and fantasy often has a very hard time balancing powers where – this is my go-to example and this kind of dates me a little bit but hercules the legendary journeys starring kevin sorbo there was a, a sh- in that show like he's hercules mm-hmm. so he's strong mm-hmm. but in one episode you see him literally lift half of a mountain okay or like like keep it from falling and then two episodes later he's struggling with a small boulder
1: okay and yes okay when
0: i saw when I saw the third act when like she was when she got rid of the inhibited inhibitor device, whatever you right, want to call it. Right. And then she started like, you know, busting skulls and splitting wigs. <laughs> I was I was kind of like, okay, well, you're you're having a hard time with these people that you used to fight with who I mean, they're strong, they're stronger than humans, but they're not like Thanos or anything like that. Right. But then all of a sudden she's moving a gigantic missile. Right. You know, as she's flying, and I'm just like like, are you now invincible? Like, she's going through starships and making them explode. Right? Are you now a god? That's you know, like, what what's I going was. On?
1: That's why I was. That's where I got really confused. And mm-hmm. I was. Then I got in my head. Right. So, like, the whole time I'm with her, with her, with her, and I understand the powers and like the limitations of the powers. And like, sometimes mm-hmm. when she she uses her hands against someone, uh, what is it? It's like elect. Electricity or like photon, fo- or photon. Like Okay, that, yeah. photons. It doesn't always kill them, mm-hmm. but then we move from that to like you said, destroying a starship just with her with her hands and just going through it. Yeah. So that was really that. That's where I was like, wait a minute. Like my logic, like I wasn't able to just sit back and relax at that point because I was just like, hold up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I get it. Like, I get it like it was I accepted it cuz it was looked cool, but at the same time I couldn't shut my brain off. Yeah. And and think because like we're built to think that way. We're built on this on the on this realm of sci-fi and fantasy. We are accustomed to explanations of things. Right. And there was a lot of leap of faith in this. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't I'm not necessarily saying that as a knock. Because like when uh like when the scrolls like the science guy scroll, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's like, "Really, you're my science guy, man." That <laughs> like, was, that.
1: I love. That's where I think I like was like, "I love this character."
0: <laughs> um, and when the science guy is just like, "Oh, I can totally modify your ship to go into space," I'm like, "Really, can you?" <laughs> like with the with just the crap that's in her garage.
1: That's so funny. Like, yeah, no, yeah. well, I mean, I even had that like thought when she went to Radio Shack and like was gonna adapt the phone. I was like. Wait, really? The Radio Shack will give her?
0: Oh, oh no! I no, freaking loved that. No,
1: I thought it was hilarious. But I also, like, at that point, I was in my head being like, "That's gonna work." Like, yeah,
0: I mean, if if E. T. can do it, then I, Captain Marvel okay, can do it. Okay,
1: all right, all right. But I'm just saying that's where I like was like, okay, re- let go of that, let go, and then like let it. But at that point where her powers shifted so drastically, mm-hmm. that's where I got in my head really got in my head
0: i just kind of wish that she brought out a speak and spell like, like e. <laughs> e. T. did. yeah i get that though i get that though. i love yeah. the
1: blockbuster reference too because longtime listeners will know i i worked at a blockbuster for my first job
0: it was so fu- like i immediately thought of that yeah when when she landed and also like she blew up a poster of or a, a stand-up of true lies yes and arnold's head exploded and behind her i saw three more arnold movies as she was walking around That's so funny And i'm just like was that done on purpose? Or was it just because it's the 90s it's and the Arnold 90s. was everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Probably that.
1: But again, like, that's such a great way to, like, date where she is of, like, blockbuster, true lies, Arnold's stand-up. Thumb. Like, okay, I know exactly what year it is. And just the hilarity of the fact that it was a blockbuster next to a Radio Shack. And we have neither of those anymore.
0: <laughs> I think uh I loved when I found out that they were this was going to be set in the 90s. I was like, oh man, the music's going to be great.
1: Yeah, right. Oh my god. It's going to be
0: so much fun. So fun. And it was and regardless yeah. of the the music like um like when when they brought out No Doubt, yes. No Doubt's I'm just a girl, I'm just kind of like, okay.
1: <laughs> See, I was like they had to. See, the, my thought was like this is the appropriate moment if you're going to do it, like do it now.
0: Regardless of the pop music that they used, I really enjoyed the score of this film. Yeah, it was like, really nice. Like they used a lot of electronic beats that were less 90s, more 80s, but I'm not complaining. No. Because I thought it sounded great.
1: Yeah, it was good. I liked it. it but it wasn't like so in your face that it distracted me at all. It was, mm-hmm. it was like a good tone.
0: I like how it was shot too. I thought it was very clean and classic with how it was shot is very textbook and i say that as a compliment because mm-hmm. i feel like there's so many times like oh geez like just like last night's S- star trek discovery like the way that was shot good lord like calm down
1: there was a moment in discovery this week where i was like am i gonna be sick oh my
0: god <laughs> jeez
1: <laughs> am i on a on a ride right now
0: <laughs> just give us the information give us a few interesting angles right. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. Just, anyway, I'm just gonna rage on. if I talk about that. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. But like, no. This was. This was very clean. Very classic. It was almost as if it was shot like a '90s film. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, uh, I think, a moment when she's in the meadow when she. It's just after she hears the black box, and I thought like the lighting was perfect. It was dusk. It's very hard to light that kind of like. It, it was actually just after dusk. It's super hard to light that, but mm-hmm. it looked great. Kind of felt very man of steely. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, I felt that too. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I really appreciated that. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that I didn't really dig on. I mean, there was a few times, like in the third act, where you get out, you, like your your head, your own head gets in your own way. Um, there was.
1: What did you think about Fury's eye? Because that was my kind of eye roll. So lame. was like the two basically like almost lo- like losing his eye. Or like I guess like once he almost did and then the cat is the reason. It became
0: a gag. It became right. a gag because he almost lost his eye like right. two times before but the But then cat-
1: when he like when he was in his office and uh, Colson comes in and says like, oh, did they really burn out your eye? Like the creed did really I burn out I felt like your eye. that made it okay. Because it, w- then I laughed. So uh, then I was like, all right, I'll give that to it's, you. It's but true. I did roll my eye when it happened with the cat.
0: You're, you're, I did. Yeah, I, f- I, I went through the same journey as you did. Like when it happened with the cat, I was just like, don't make it that lame. I know. Don't make it that lame. That's why I thought Just too, like I- leave it so we don't see it and so it happens off screen with some other adventure. Right. That we don't know about. Uh, but then when he's like when Coulson came in, I-, I felt the same way. I was just like, okay, that is kind of funny. Right.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh. What did you uh, What did you think about the Stinger? In game, like the connection. With oh, the Avengers sorry, and everything. I was like, "What Stinger? <laughs> like, is there a
1: character I'm missing?" Um, I I thought it was fine. Like it was nothing crazy.
0: It was kind of underwhelming.
1: Yeah, it was just like okay. It
0: was very factual, right? Which is fine. Not yeah, every not fine. everything has to blow you away. Uh, but like it was just like the Avengers fiddling with the pager, and then she just shows up. Yeah. Just, like, not even, like, she doesn't fly in. She doesn't, like, photon in. She's just there. She's just, like, is there. Like, she's been there the whole time. Right. She says, where's Fury? End of Stinger. I'm just like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of felt like, hmm, all right. Whatever. All right. I didn't didn't really need to stay for that, but that's okay.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, honestly, like, after the six post-credit stingers of guardians of the galaxy 2 i I, I appreciate one simple that's very true
1: that's true like just don't keep giving them to me
0: so is there anything else that you want to say or talk about before we close up shop
1: um like i said i you know it's funny because i feel like this is one of those films like maybe on second viewing i could talk more about things that are more issues Mm -hmm. but i think like the fact that I was just so, like, what this was doing for, you know, for women, like, the fact that we have a, another superhero that isn't um, Wonder Woman and more of a relatable superhero, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of those things where I was, like, I was 100% in and I didn't expect to be at all. Um, I know there are flaws in here. Like, I I know it's not a perfect film. I don't even – it's definitely not even the best Marvel film but I do think that you have to give it that power. That it's a really good film, and I think like little girls should see it mm-hmm. to have um, another you know role model to look up to. Um, and I-, I enjoyed it. Like I really did enjoy the experience. Like I enjoyed watching it. Again, I'm not saying it's perfect. I know there's lots of flaws, but it was a good watch
0: but like we're riding high on a movie that we enjoy right now so yeah. it's hard to kind of nitpick
1: yeah and sometimes when we go back and we watch something we're like Ugh. yeah there's oh. more than a
0: few times like a Star Wars film and a Bond film is coming to mind right now where <laughs> I I was jazzed when I saw it in the theater and then on second viewing I'm just like oh man this is crushing
1: right uh, right
0: but it like what kind of what you're describing with Captain Marvel is a little bit like with Black Panther where the cultural significance is more important than the quality of the film.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think you know, we getting some characters that, um, especially with Black, Black Panther, where we have such a the cast is one that we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, in this, in this, in this climate, where we're like, all right, let's add some diversity to our superheroes, and they don't all have to look. A certain way, and uh, you know, having females in- involved as well, like that was awesome, in-, in Black Panther, and now having Captain Marvel again, we're we're in the right direction, and maybe soon we'll have you know, like a female minority yeah like a superhero. person of color yeah, superhero exactly yeah that I'd would be fantastic that'd
0: be not let's not wait another 10 years right
1: exactly you know exactly. before
0: we figure that out <laughs> but
1: hopefully like this time i hope it's successful i really do like i said even if it's not the best movie ever i hope it's successful so that it sends a message mm-hmm. that we need this type of superhero
0: how would you rate it ah, i always love hearing your ratings well
1: it's so hard because like i said as a film or as like the impact. It's it's kind of you mixed for it. me. Um so we're out of five.
0: Out of five. Oh it's always out of five. Letterboxd rules.
1: Can I do like a three point seven? Sure. Okay. I'll
0: do that. <laughs> that's closer to three point five.
1: <laughs> okay. That's fine. Like I said, it, I like I know when I watch it again, I'm gonna be like, all right, I, I saw that. Like mm-hmm. I, I that's how I know I'm gonna feel but the fact that she exists and she has a movie i would give it more than that
0: i uh it's interesting because i'm always much more lenient than you are yeah like you when give it more comes stars to mm-hmm. i give i always give more stars than you mm-hmm. because if i enjoy it i'm just like yeah yeah i enjoyed it like mm-hmm. it do, you know it doesn't it has its issues but like that's why i feel like you know like a five star film that is the best of the best four and a half i mean solid solid like just a phenomenal movie but like one thing i would have done differently or just one thing that didn't really land on me Mm -hmm. four stars i give out kind of easily yeah you do uh because i'm just like like four stars is like good film Mm -hmm. issues but like but like a good like there's some things there like it's not a four and a half it's not a five but like it's good three and a half is like no that was good that was a good time that was mm-hmm. a good time, but you know it kind of you know it, it it's just good. It's right. not great. It's good. Right. Um, and three is just kind of like it's okay. Missed the mark on a few things. This one, I I feel the same way as you do. Where like my knee jerk reaction is like, oh, four stars, like out of five. That's four stars. This is this is this is pr- this is really entertaining. I think that's yeah, the main it thing. It is. It's entertaining. Is that like? A movie is, this isn't, this is not a movie that's supposed to make me think or ponder my existence in the universe. It's supposed to entertain me because mm-hmm. she's shooting fire out of her fingers. <laughs> and so, and I was entertained. Right. So you, you did your job, four stars. But, you know, because I'm also a little bit.
1: Cynical of it.
0: Cynical of a few things where mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, oh, they, the third act is a little weird. Like I couldn't get out of my own head. Maybe that's down to three and a half. But. I mean, I rated like Rogue One three and a half, so <laughs> I feel like I'm going to, pro- I I think I'm probably going to sell it at a, at a four stars just because it's so entertaining.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I think I have a little bit hard time because sometimes I feel like, you know, it's so hard comparing films too, because mm-hmm. like, you know, how would you compare this to like The Favorite? There's such different <laughs> beasts, right? Like, it's true. Like, you're like okay i gave the same score the favorite as captain marvel you know it's just like when you, you look back that, at your yeah. scores you're just like okay i enjoyed that film
0: <laughs> you got like when i yeah when i look back at my my scores and everything like that like it's easy to make that joke and do that thing like oh i scored this the same as yeah the favorite. yeah but you gotta you gotta put apples to apples I you gotta know. look at other superhero films and, right, right and other action films and it's things true. like that
1: it's true yeah
0: all right, well that's our show everybody. We yeah. went over an hour on Captain oh Marvel and uh, we had a great time and I uh, I thought it was very entertaining and uh, like uh, the girl thinks she should go see it in the theater. I think so. I I'm kind of at the point where like even though it was really entertaining, if you want to save some money, save it for in-game. That's kind of my, my I'm position. saying
1: go see it so you send a message that we need more superheroes like this.
0: And uh, that is definitely where I'm falling more so than the in-game explanation. Uh, but if you uh, if you like what we had to say About Captain Marvel Or if you disagree with a few points Let us know by going to TheNerdParty.com Select uh, Nerd Nuptial From the drop down menu Fill out the form It'll send us an email You can also find us All over social media All you have to do is Go to TheNerdParty.com And check us out there We're on Facebook Twitter, Instagram We're all over the place And as always Please, please, please Give us a review on Apple Podcasts We really do appreciate it I love you I know Scully
1: Yes? Marry me. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love blood. I love you. you With the With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.